I'll take that with 18% interest, please. Hey, this is Chris Burns. Welcome to Dynamic Money. All right, so I had this terrifying moment as a parent recently. First first of all, more than one terrifying moment. My son, my 15-year-old, my baby boy, just got his learner's permit last week. So let this just be a, a PSA to check your blind spots because we went out driving. Uh, he got his permit. I let him drive home from school. I kid you not, we almost hit two mailboxes and a jogger. I I literally reached over from the side and yanked the car so that we did not plow through a human being jogging. So that was um, exciting for uh, for me. I'm sure it was exciting for the jogger, Uh, but he's doing great. He's doing great. But another terrifying experience was he asked me, dad, how does this credit card thing work? And I had this weird, like visceral panic, like this moment of, oh my word, like my son is close to being old enough for these things. And it just brought me straight back to my first credit card and how I thought I was doing so good. And then I just failed. And I, I just couldn't have, I prepared my child for this. I had all, all the feels jumped in. Um, and maybe you felt that way. Maybe you are struggling with the reality of credit cards in your life where you have a loved one or a friend who is, well, I'm going to talk about that on the show today. We're going to say, how do you break the cycle? And also, how do you not break mailboxes when your child is driving? Maybe you can educate me on that. That's a whole different thing. Um, If you have any questions as you listen to the show today, jump on my website. It's dynamicmoney.com. It's where we can engage with you, answer the questions you have. Uh, We can also sign up for our update. We send out every day. Boy, you get so much good stuff every day. You get something from me in your inbox talking about what's going on in the world and how it impacts your life. Again, dynamicmoney.com. Other than that, enjoy the show. This crosses all age barriers, all demographics, all income levels are just wrestling with credit card debt. And it could be other types. It could be personal loans you've taken out. Uh, It could be student loans. There's all sorts of loans people have, right? But for credit cards are the big one. And and the reason for that is because they're sneaky because you get these things and it seems great and you put a little money on it. And at first, most of us, we pay it off every month, right? At first, when you're you're a kid, I'll never forget uh, when I went to the University of Georgia for three weeks. You can ask me that story sometime. It's a good one. Uh, when I was a freshman there, they had, they literally, you'd walk down this hallway and they had booths on both sides of credit card companies hawking credit cards to, to, to teenagers, to these new students coming in. And I was like, this is great, right? I'm, I'm, I'm an adult now. I can handle this. And I remember when I got my first credit card, um, I, I paid it off every month for like maybe eight months. Like it was like, I'm good at this. My parents taught me how to do this. And then something happened. I don't know what it was, but, but life happened and I had to pay for something a little more expensive and I didn't quite pay it off. And I thought, it's not a big deal. I mean, on the statement, it says minimum payment and that's way less than what I owe. So I'll just pay a little less. And that was my first taste of that debt beginning to grow. I'll pause for a second. How many of you remember the first time that you let a balance run on a credit card? Whether you're 65 or 25 right now, think about that moment. 
And where did it go from there? Now, there are some, there are are, are a very small amount of type A personalities out there that literally never let it go, right? Like you can literally go back 40 years and go, in my entire life of having a credit card, never once have I not paid it off every month. And bravo, sir or ma'am. But I bet even you, I bet even you know people, close people in your life, maybe your kids, maybe your grandkids, maybe a best friend, you know, one of our other advisors at our firm has a friend who's, who's, who's struggling. And I'll, I'll never forget talking to him about that because he goes, I want to help him, but he just keeps falling into these patterns. So what was that like for you? Because the moment you let that balance run over, the moment that balance is carried, suddenly you're paying interest and that interest is just killer, right? That interest is the 18% plus interest that you're paying in your credit card. Now you're stuck. Now, suddenly you keep trying to pay it off and it's not happening. And then, you know, within a few months, you're, you're in debt. You could never have imagined. And some of you totally relate to that. And you have amazing stories of maybe how you got out of that debt. Some of you are still in that debt, many of you. And it's embarrassing. And you don't talk about it. Maybe nobody knows about it. Maybe your spouse doesn't know about it. I see that all the time, right? So I want to tackle this issue and say, what do we actually do to to practically break the cycle. And I'm going to tell you a story of someone that I'm working with right now who is in the middle of this because I want it to be real for you. And if you hear yourself in this story, please, please, you don't have to live the rest of your life this way. I'll tell a little bit of my story. I'll tell their story. And if it engages with your story, please jump on that website, dynamicmoney.com. And, and that's an easy first step. And ask about how can I, how can I do this differently? Hey, if you're just joining us, this is Chris Burns. You're listening to Dynamic Money, and we're going to spend the first part of the show talking about credit card debt. And if you're the kind of person that goes, well, I don't have any credit card debt. I'm doing great. Don't tune me out here because I promise you there are people in your life that do. And not just credit cards, right? We can, again, across the board, uh, any sort of significant debt with high interest that you're carrying, but credit cards are the most common. Um, don't tune this out because this, these principles, if, if they're not needed for you, could be life-changing for somebody that you know. All right. Uh, if you missed the first part of the show, jump on my website. Again, it's dynamicmoney.com. It's where you can ask any question. You can even sign up for a free consultation if this issue is hitting you personally and you go, I want to have a conversation about this. Um, dynamicmoney.com. All right. So a, a, a lady came into my office. Now, this is months and months ago, and she was in significant debt. Uh, she'd had a lot of hard life events, and the way she'd handled those events, understandably, if you heard her story, you'd go, it makes sense. Uh, had been to utilize credit. And a lot of that was credit cards. And so she had tens of thousands of dollars in credit card debt. Um, But she also had a great job and she was doing well in many other ways. And she was able to make it, but so much of her monthly income went to debt that it just felt crushing to her. And so the first part of what we did with her was show her how she could leverage some of her investments. She had some tax-free investments, leverage those to pay that debt down, a big chunk of it down to free up income. So she was actually able to live normally every month. I mean, she was living as if she was at the poverty line and she had a great income, but she couldn't ever pay off the debt because the interest was so high. And some of you are hearing this right now and literally, you know, this is you, or you maybe you maybe uh, suspect that it's someone you're close to. It's normal. I've worked with hundreds of clients around the country. This is not an abnormal scenario, okay? So we first of all helped her figure out how can she pay off the bulk of this debt, and she did. She was able to pay off a huge chunk of it by leveraging some of her investments. 
And we were so excited walking out of that meeting. She was so excited because here's what happened. We literally doubled her income. Suddenly, the the amount of money that she had that was discretionary, that didn't have to go to these debt payments, it it doubled her income. And then we made a plan with her and we said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to build for the first time in your life. We're going to build an emergency fund. And you hear me talk about that. A lot of people hear emergency fund and, and it just sounds, they've heard it so much. It just sounds boring and you know, who cares? This is the absolute foundation of financial freedom. I, I could not stress this more, um, that when you have three months of expenses, whatever it costs you to live in a month without you know, living off ramen noodles or spam or whatever, for you to have a normal month, if you have three months of that sitting, boring as all get out in a savings account, that it will transform how you feel about your life, the confidence you have, how you feel about reaching your goals. Everything changes. Even the arguments that you have with your spouse or your significant other will change dramatically when you have that safety net. So I said to her, we've got to build the emergency fund before we pay off the rest of the debt because she still had some debt sitting. We paid a big chunk of it, but she still had some debt sitting. She wanted to take that extra income every month now and go, I'm going to knock out this debt. And I said, no, we can't do that. And here's why. Because you're in a cycle right now. And if we take all your extra income and start trying to pay off the debt, but we don't have that emergency fund, then I promise you, we'll call her Barbara. Barbara, I promise you life will happen. I don't know what it's going to be yet. I don't know what's going to come up, but something will come up. And when that happens, you will not have any money saved and you're going to swipe that credit card again. And my, my generic for credit card is Amex. So it's not because she actually had an Amex, but I always will just say that. So just get used to it. You're going to swipe the Amex. Okay. And then you're going to be right back where you started because you've been making this progress and suddenly you swipe the Amex for 1000 or 2000 or $3,000 and it's as if you didn't make any progress. And guess what? You're paying 18% on that now. It's a cycle. So you've got to, you've got to start by making minimum payments, pay minimum payments on the debt and take every extra dollar and build this emergency fund. And then once it's built, then now we can pivot with everything we can turn and we can attack the debt in a way that, that you've never done it before. And we can knock out the debt and we can be free of it. And Barbara was excited about this. She said, okay, I'm on board. Like this makes sense. Uh, I'm going to have double the income for the first time. Like we're going to be in such a good place. Well, I had a follow up with Barbara this last week. Okay. It's been, it's been a few months since we talked. And the reason we had the follow-up was to see how is it going? How is this being implemented? And she came into my office and I could tell when she walked in, there was just, just kind of a, a shadow, like a, this, this cloud around her. And, and she felt guilty as she was talking. So I knew it was coming before I even brought it up. But I just said, Barbara, how are you doing? Uh, she's doing okay. How is it coming? And she said, well, she said, I haven't, I haven't actually started building that emergency fund yet. I said, really? Okay, well, tell me about it. She said, I just, I just can't stand every month those credit card bills. And I can't stand the thought that I would take money and put it in savings when I could be putting extra towards those bills. So the last number of months when I've had all this extra, I've just, I've just paid extra. You know, I've paid $300 extra to this one and, and $200 extra to that one. And I've, I've just, I just can't handle the thought of, not, of just paying the minimums. And then I said the $24,000 question, well, how's that working out for you? She said, I'm in more debt than last time I saw you. <laughs> I said, well, what happened? She said, well, 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 life happened. In her case, a doctor's bill, a hospital bill popped up. 
And it was like a $1,500 hospital bill. She said, you know, I, I, I was doing it okay at first. I, I, was, I, was, I was paying extra and I was, I was not really using my credit cards. And if I did use them, I was paying it off every month. But then this $1,500 bill hit and suddenly this card that had been zero last time I saw her within a few months was at $3,600 again. And that's not even including the other debt she already had. And she just looked guilty and she looked defeated. But the reason for it was because this pattern in her life that it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel right to her to say, I'm going to put money in savings when I could be putting it towards these loans. And friends, let me just pause. This is so normal. Have you done this? Do you have friends that have done this? It's out of good intentions. You go, I hate the debt. I want to be rid of the debt. And so I'm going to take every dollar I have and I'm going to to put it towards the debt. But friends, the math doesn't work. When you just haphazardly go, I'm going to to throw an extra $200 here, an extra $100 there. Because first of all, interest is eating your lunch on that money. And second of all, life will happen. I promise you, I don't know what it is, but life's going to happen. I, I said this in the last few shows. I'll say it again. When was the last time that an unexpected expense popped up for you? Think about that for a second. A thousand dollar expense. I can tell you for me, I've, I've said this the last few weeks, I'll tell you, and, and it's only gotten worse. Every time I've talked about it, the week after it's gotten worse. So it's almost like I shouldn't talk about it, but we are um, about to move into a new home. We had light renovations, quote unquote, light renovations that had to be done on the home before we moved in. And those light renovations have turned into the most expensive renovation project I've ever done because as great as our inspector was, he just didn't catch He couldn't catch some of the issues that were there. And suddenly we're putting a new roof on the house and suddenly we have water damage everywhere. And suddenly, uh, oh man, I can't even begin to tell you. It's just, it's just compounded and compounded and that's life. I'm not the only one in that, right? You can sit right now. I promise you, was it six months ago? Was it six days ago? When was the last time something popped up for, for Barbara in the last three months, it was a $1,500 hospital bill, but it's going to happen. Okay, and so that's why as terrible as it may feel to say, I'm going to stop, I'm going to pay the minimums on all of my debt, and then I'm going to turn all my attention towards this emergency fund, is it doesn't feel right inside of you. It is the way to actually, for the first time, perhaps break this cycle. Hey, if you're just joining us, uh, this is Chris Burns. You're listening to Dynamic Money. I'm talking about something that is so common that I know I know for a fact that either you or someone you know can relate to it. And I also know some of you listening, you might be in the car with someone right now uh, and, and, and they would think you don't have this issue and they have no idea that you are totally burdened by debt right now. The debt is eating your lunch. It is so common, right? If you missed the first part of the show, uh, jump on my website. It's dynamicmoney.com. You can ask anything. And let me just encourage you, as something we offer on the website, we are a financial planning firm, first and foremost. And so you can sign up for a free consultation. So if you're someone listening to this right now and Barbara's story resonates with you because you go, I just, my life is fine. I, I'm able to eat. I'm able to cover you know, stuff for the kids. Like we have a fine life, but the debt it's eating my lunch. I just can't get rid of the debt. And and I've gotten so discouraged with it. I don't think it's ever going to go away. If you're in that place right now, or if you know someone who is that you love and you care about, you can sign up for a free consultation. 
on that website, dynamicmoney.com, with me, Chris Burns, or with someone from my team. That could be in person. Uh, we're based in Atlanta, so we have offices in Atlanta, or it could be from anywhere around the country. We have clients all over the country um, that meet with us through Zoom, through FaceTime, through Skype, whatever the technology you prefer uh, that, that do this process with us. But we offer a free consultation. And I'm not saying that working with us is free. I'll just throw that out there. I'm so tired of financial planners saying everything's free. It's not free, right? If you go through a process with us, it's going to cost you something. But the initial consultation is free. And, and my goal and what I've set before every member of our team is anyone who chooses to do that consultation, I want them to walk out the door of our office or close their computer after that Zoom session. And I want them to feel value added, that we contributed to your situation that we in some way gave you the best help we could. So please take advantage of that. Again, whether it's a question you ask on the website or signing up for that free consultation, it's at dynamicmoney.com. See, I had a a guy I worked with years ago explain debt to me this way, and he was so right because it had been my experience too. He said debt is like a boulder. Think about about a massive, gigantic boulder. It weighs an unbelievable amount. If you're standing on top of that boulder, and you can look out and see the world, it's an incredible vantage point, right? It's an incredible thing. But if that boulder is on top of you, then you just feel the crushing weight of it. It feels like you can never get out. And that's how credit cards are, man. I have some clients that use credit cards in a beautiful way, and they pay them off every month. Credit cards carry all sorts of great fraud protection. Often they carry um, extra warranties for things you buy. You have reward points and travel points. I mean, I have some clients and friends of mine that literally travel the world for free because of credit card points. It can be, you can stand on top of that boulder. It's a beautiful thing. But man, if it gets on top of you, if you're carrying that debt at 18%, now suddenly it's just crushing And it feels like there's no way out. And I know so many of you can relate to this or have friends that can. So please, please, please use that resource, dynamicmoney.com. So Barbara's sitting across from me. I said, Barbara, we've we've got, I've got to have you try something. I know this is hard. I've got to have you try making a change here. And what we're going to do is we're going to pay the absolute minimums. And I mean the absolute minimums. If it's $53, you're paying $53 on your debt on every single credit card you have. And we're going to see how much money that leaves you when you take all that put together that you were throwing at these credit cards. How much money do you have per month? And then we're going to add to that the fact that you just got a bonus for a few thousand dollars from your job. We're going to take all that money and we're going to put it into an emergency fund. And I want you to calculate what that is. Guess what? For Barbara, it was like $1,200 a month of extra dollars plus the bonus she just gotten for a few thousand dollars. I said, Barbara... In like five months, we could have a fully funded emergency fund for you. And then we could turn the corner and take all of those extra dollars, that $1,200, $1,500, whatever it is per month. And now we could hit the debt, but we're not going to hit it haphazardly. We're not just going to say, I'll throw $300 here or $200 there. We're going to take all of it and put it towards the very highest interest rate while the rest of the debt we pay minimums. This is a, a strategy called snowballing. I didn't invent this. This has been around forever. I learned this Years and years ago, when I took a financial class before I got married, snowballing the debt, you put all the money towards the highest interest debt and you knock it out fast. And then you turn the corner and now everything goes towards the next highest interest rate. I said, Barbara, the math on this says within two years, you could be fully debt free with a fully funded emergency fund. How would the world look to you if that's what you did? She said, it'd be amazing. 
I said, the only thing holding you back from this is not your income. It's not your finances. It's not the dollars coming in. It's not the stock market. It's your behavior. Let that sink in for a second. Maybe for some of you, you need to hear that right now. Most money issues are not related to how much income is coming in. Most. A lot of money issues are based on your behavior. So will you trust me and do what doesn't feel good? Will you pay the minimums and save that emergency fund so that next time life happens, you can pay for it with cash and then turn the corner and attack that debt like crazy because it will work. I've done it with hundreds of people. It will work. Will you do that? And she said, I'll do it. So we have a call scheduled. And I'll tell you what, if you want to do this, the key is accountability. And it's not shame-based accountability. It's just saying, hey, you need someone in your corner. So we have a call scheduled, not three months from now. We're going to talk in a few weeks and say, did you do this? How is it going? Because you need somebody in your corner. You need somebody pushing you towards this for it to actually work. Now, I want to make one caveat here. It's an important one. And that is that sometimes you're not making enough money. Can I say what nobody says? There's just this trend in our culture to say, <laughs> it's never about how much money you make. Like, like no matter how much you make, if, as long as your self-control is hard enough. I, I kind of got on, on this, this, this weekend on Twitter. Uh, I so appreciate uh, Andy Stanley, famous pastor in Atlanta. Um, he's doing a series on money right now. A lot of you go to North Point or you're impacted by North Point. Um, and one of his main points was the point I just made a second ago that, that usually it's not a money issue. Usually it's about your behavior but I'm just going to really do a strong usually there. I want to throw that out hard because a lot of people that meet with me use this as an excuse. And I'll, and I'll end with this. I've seen it so many times. People will come in and they, and, and often I'll just be stereotypical here. Often it's the male. It's a, it's a married couple. And the male will say, I'm doing everything I can. I'm working hard. We've got, it's just that she just keeps spending it. And every time I come home, she's spending more money and none of that. And it's just on. And I've heard it a thousand times. And so there is a time when it's not just about how well you budget. There is a time when it's not just about how much self-control you have. That's a big deal. For a lot of people, for Barbara, she had plenty of money. It was a behavior issue. But for a lot of people, it is, there, there are people that just need to go make more money. Can I say that? Is it okay to say that? That you have to go figure out how to make more money. If you're married, maybe you and your spouse have to figure it out together. And it's time that both of you work. If you're single or if it's only one of you is going to work, you got to figure it out. I will never forget. It was a defining moment in my life. I was a youth pastor. My wife had been very, very sick. I was living in my in-law's basement because she was so sick that we had to have help caring for her. We had two little kids. We were in a bad place, friends. I thought we were going to declare bankruptcy. Please know if you're in debt, I know what that feels like. We were, we were literally told by a debt counselor, you might as well go declare bankruptcy. And you know what hit me like a ton of bricks at that moment? Chris, you got to make more money. This is not just an issue of self-control. It's not just an issue of budgeting a little tighter. You got to go make more money. And that actually exists. And we don't want to tell people that because it doesn't feel good. It feels good to say, oh, we just need to adjust your behavior a little bit. And oh, you seem to have a little more self-control. Some of you out there, you just need to take a deep breath and own the fact that you've got to step up. You got to make more money. Okay. But for many of you, the issues won't go away when you make more money. Because if you have these bad habits of spending on credit cards, like Barbara, 
where it's just kind of, I just, I don't have these, it doesn't feel comfortable to pay the minimum. It doesn't feel comfortable to build an emergency fund. Some of you out there will argue all day long with me about that. Once you do make enough money, which could be an issue, that doesn't mean your habits will change. And that's where behavior comes in and it's critical. So I would just, I would just put this out there. If you're someone sitting out there right now that you are struggling with this and you have the intellectual humility to admit that. And I, and I'll tell you again, when people walk into our office there's no shame. This is a no shame zone because I have been there. This is the story of my life. The reason I do financial planning is because I remember what it feels like to sit and overdraft a bank account, to sit and look at my wife and go, I, I, don't, I don't know how we're going to make it through the rest of this month, to realize I wasn't making the money we needed. I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like. The crushing guilt, the fear, the anxiety, So this is not going to be you coming in and us telling you how terrible you are. But if you are in a place right now where you go, I don't know how to beat this. I haven't been able to. I've tried over and over and it's just not happening. Then friends, let me invite you, please come in for a free consultation because I have seen the change both in me and in hundreds of clients I've worked with. You don't have to live this way. You can break this cycle of debt, whether it's you or your kids or a grandkid or a friend, it can be broken. Go to my website. It's dynamicmoney.com. Sign up for that free consultation. It could be with me, Chris Burns, or with a member of my team. And even if all you do is do that initial consultation, you don't even go through the process. Just start a conversation, maybe for the first time in your life. Come to a safe place and admit where you're at. Because for Barbara, it was not a financial issue. It was not that she didn't have enough money. It was a behavioral issue that needed to change. And Barbara, thankfully, has the intellectual humility to admit that and say, I want something different. You got to want it. But I can't begin to tell you the freedom. I I can't even describe the freedom that you feel when you can look at your financial world and say, I've got money in the bank. I have a plan to attack and to pay off this debt. I'm not going back. I'm not going back to that cycle.